All right, Sadhu. We're going to start this with a little would you rather kind of game. Okay. 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 Which ghost would you always have following you around, but only you can see them and hear them? Okay. Okay. Number one, a very irritable but conscious Egyptian mummy that knows the answers to any question you could possibly ask. Sometimes he can only answer this question has no answer. Okay. He's option number one. Option number two, an extremely annoying six-year-old chimney sweeper boy that is a semi-guardian angel that can stop random bad things from happening to you, but also brings you good luck and success. The third option, an old calm Buddhist monk that never says anything, okay? Never says anything to you, but when you sit and meditate with him, you can explore the astral plane. So you can oh, go like... Monk, give me so monk. Like, oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, there's, oh. There's, there's another one, Okay. Uh, an arrogant and narcissistic but caring Spartan warrior <laughs> oh, really? that takes over your body during stressful situations and is a great personal trainer. And the last one, an old, ugly, yet hilarious artisan that creates amazing works of art, jewelry, clothing, pottery, of any material and quality, only once every three months as a gift to you. His sense of humor always has you laughing all the time. Which ghost would you choose? Chimney so. sweeper guy I don't care about. But he brings you luck and success. I don't so give a shit. Yeah, he's an annoying six-year-old. I got enough of those in my family. Okay. The uh, What was the first one? The uh, Egyptian, Egyptian mummy he that knows answers everything. any question. Yeah. Mm. And he has the answer to it. No, no, no. I like I like uncovering mysteries for myself. Okay. I was thinking about the Spartan, but then I thought about it. If he takes over during stressful situations, yeah. I don't want an angry Spartan take over my body. <laughs> yeah. That seems like it'd be a problem. Then there's the jeweler guy. That's that's a pretty competitive case. Yeah. But I really want. I I mostly want the monk because he stays quiet for yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And then when I meditate, and I do meditate for yoga and stuff. Mm. I'm I'm zooming. You're 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 exploring I'm the celestial. I'm seeing the world, the, the universe's butthole. Yeah. I don't care. I want that. Yeah. No, I think I think that's good. I think I would choose the artisan dude because one, it's a win-win. I'm laughing all the time, so I'm probably in a good mood. Plus, if he gives me some like crazy jewelry and stuff, I can just sell it. So it's like a win-win. Like I'll always have money. What if he makes you laugh at the wrong time? Because you're the only one who can see him. You're at That's a very funeral. true, and people would probably think I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. Honestly, the six-year-old, it's just an annoying six-year-old. You can some, you can probably learn to tune him out, but like luck, luck and success, that's pretty good. Really? But I Parents think, just know how to tune out their kids, right? <laughs> you're not raising the child. And he's um, with you all the time. But also, how funny would there be <laughs> just like a six-year-old like child laborer from like the <laughs> 1900s <laughs> fucking <laughs> the chimney sweeper boys. Like, My lungs are filled with asbestos and some bread, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, and this is episode 44. We are getting there. This is Sherryar. This is Saad. And um, let's just say this is going to be more of a holistic episode about the current situation of the world. It, I, it literally just occurred to me, what? because this is episode 44, the number four is traditionally associated with death. I was born on the fourth, Saad. Well, <laughs> you're going to die eventually. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? You know, I think it's more of a Christian thing. Oh, okay. Are you the four horsemen of death? No. Oh, I, right. like you, went to, so. you went to a private Christian school. That's I, I didn't go to a private Christian school. And if Allah helps to make him a better man than Jesus can, then I'm all for it. Yeah, so that's, that's fitting because uh, we're going to be going into a lot of death today. There isn't like a, like a particular topic that we're talking about. We're just kind of wrapping it. We're trying to put a nice pretty bow it's on pretty. the situation of no, the world. there's a dead child's hand coming out of that bow. <laughs> and it's not even the situation of the world. It's literally what we're experiencing in America right now. 
right? A little bit of the world, too. A little bit of the world. It, it plays into it because America is such a superpower, right? So last week's episode, if you guys tuned in, which I hope you did, was Roe versus Wade and how the Supreme Court's decision is about to overturn that. And basically, women are losing their right over to choose what to do with their bodies, right? And that's number one on the list. That's pretty large topic but we talked about it last week but this is just step one into how shitty the world is right now and another thing on top of that because it seems like we're traveling back in time with people losing rights inflation is also at like a 30 year high with a recession that's literally looming around the corner like give it, give it like three years yeah it, there, there's gonna be another recession and the funny thing is that it is a hundred years approximately a hundred years after the great depression what came before the Great Depression, Saad? Influenza. The, the flu came before. A novel pandemic. Virus. A virus came. And guess what was created from it? A, a vaccine that we still get every single year, right? Mm. I don't think I got to explain this, man. COVID happened, and now we're going through inflation. Gas prices are high. Just overall cost of living is higher. Like I, genuinely- the, the real estate property is oh, suspiciously yeah. high. That, that's all I'm going to be saying. Yeah, you know, they're because we'll we'll get into like the corporations and whatnot, but they're going out and buying these vacant homes. People that have have listed their houses. And normal everyday people like me and you, when we go to buy these houses, we're not competing with every other day folk as well. We're competing with fucking real estate companies that are buying it out and wanting to rent it out to flip a profit so that's that's where yeah. we are that's why that that's why that i don't think that bubble is gonna get any like less or higher i no, think it's, it, it's, it's it's a hyper concentration yeah it's gonna still be a very giant very asset managers just have giant 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 lots of property that they don't do anything yep. with just to like have equity in <clears> them <throat> it's fucking it's it I'm never going to get a home. <laughs> Lordy. I think you'll have enough money to do it. But yeah. No, it's it's a really shitty situation because, in, like I said, inflation's high, which cost of living is high. And then I, I honestly don't think this administration or the previous administration actually did anything towards like making it easier for everyday people to buy homes as well. No. So it's it's been pretty shitty, right? On top of that... Them not doing anything for us to make our lives easier, they're still printing money to give to wars abroad, right? Specifically, we're giving another thirty billion to Ukraine. No, no, forty billion. Forty. Okay. No, thirty billion is baby money. Yeah, it's like every fucking couple weeks, maybe even every week, we give more money to Ukraine. And by the way, when we give money to Ukraine, it's not like oh, here's some food and blankets for poor little Christopherson. Right. No, 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 no. You read the fine line, it's money going to private arms sales or contractors or mm-hmm. private mercenaries for the war. It's money to do war making, not yeah. to provide respite and, and relief for people. Yeah. So all you blue and yellow flag cockstroking losers, <laughs> you got what you wanted. Yeah. And we warned you. Yeah, do a little bit more reading on these kinds of things because if... If the United States was genuinely trying to just continuously help the people of Ukraine, it's, they're not doing that. They're I mean, quite, quite, quite literally doing the opposite. They're continuing the war. And I, you know, we've mentioned this before. Like, what's happening there is not a, a good thing. Like, we want Ukrainians to be cool, but we want the people of Ukraine to be cool. We want the people of Ukraine to be safe and, like, have a right for their homes and lands. But the fact that we're giving billions of dollars to their militias that we've mentioned before have Nazis in them, which a lot of people don't want to talk about, but that's 
the offset of it. And it's not really affecting the people on the ground who are actually suffering. We're actually just furthering the war and suffering. Ready? So, our main topic, baby formula. Man, why? What kind of world do we live in? I don't even... How did we get here? We'll, we'll tell you how we got here, but... Are we in, like, the richest country? Don't we always bitch and complain about, do you want to be a socialist like Cuba or right. Nicaragua? Right. They, they ration. They never have food and supplies. It's like, what? their babies are dying. Guess what? Well, well guess what? <laughs> we have babies dying from tainted formula, which has caused a, a shortage. Shortage because they have to call back everything. And callbacks do have... Call back the word? Recall. Recall. A callback is like what you get in acting. acting. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm clearly too much into mindset. Listen, I've done very well on Instagram recently. I'm thinking of my long-term <laughs> career and future. is <laughs> blowing up right now. I have a total net worth well over $10 billion. There was tainted baby formula. That led to, I think, six babies getting sick. Mm-hmm. Two of those babies died. Yeah. The company responsible for production of that formula is called Abbott. Mm-hmm. And I think they traced the factory where this tainted formula came from to Sturgis, or Sturgis, Michigan. And because of that recall, it was significant enough that we are now having a baby formula shortage. When I say we, I am just talking about America. Yeah. You go to Canada and get your shit from, like, Tin Horton's Hooters uh, milkers or whatever the heck, you'll be probably fine, I would imagine. You know why also? Just a little caveat. They have stronger antitrust laws. Mm. So the free market, this idea of capitalism, that the United States is such a free market, and there's, like, lots of diversity in what you can have. No, no, there's not. Companies like Abbott, a bit, a bitch, whatever. Oh, damn. They... they, they control like once that's what happens if they fuck up now babies are gonna die babies don't don't get their nutrition so the big story is that they had a lot of crappy equipment safety protocols and a whole host of other regulations and processes and hardware that could have solved this there's two components that make this particularly insidious this is not just a well damn shit happened yeah story. like oh formulas got mixed up 2014 there was an attempt from the FDA to push for much stronger regulation on baby formula in order to prevent things like this happening. Right. Abbott, and amongst probably other uh, companies in this industry, lobbied hard to make sure they didn't have to deal with that. They ended up winning out, of course. Mm-hmm. When federal inspectors went to, I think, this this specific uh, factory to do maintenance yeah, and security checks. And, and health checks and everything, a lot of information was withheld from them intentionally and then a whistleblower eventually would come out in light of this recent events and said yeah we uh we knew that we were fucking up the other thing that is so 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 i am slapping Cher's bed (laughs) frame so disgusting to me this company could have spent money in the past like a year year and a half to solve this yeah get new equipment get taken care of um instead they spent Five billion dollars last year on stock buybacks. Yes, yeah. I, I think I, I genuinely think ten percent of that five billion could have been like used to reinvent their tools and machinery and processes and probably like like their test equipment that would have 
110% avoided this. But I know you want to harp on this point, I'll let you. But the fact that they consciously knew that their formula was tainted, that this could have genuine genuine effects on people, babies, fuck, not even people. We don't, we don't know, know when people don't consume this, babies consume it. And they hid it from federal regulation and federal inspection, and then they tried to push it. Why? Just so they could make money. Yeah. And why had why haven't they redone their equipment and their machinery and everything? Because that costs money. That costs money. Yeah. If if their stuff is working now and like what one percent of that might be tainted, like oh whatever, that's well that's within like the era, right? Like it's they, not they material. They one hundred percent did a cost benefit risk analysis on yeah. this kind of stuff. Like well. What is the likelihood that there is going to be an incident from this? Yeah. Okay. If we take that to happen, what is the likelihood that we actually get found out about this? Mm. Okay. What's the likelihood that we have to pay? Yeah. Okay. How much will we realistically have to pay? They factor all that in yeah. there and realize, oh, We're it good. still makes more. It makes more sense for us to just not change anything because we'll make so much money in the meantime because nothing's going to happen to us because nothing ever happens to these giant companies. Do, Do we just people- let a couple babies get sick and we just kind of operate normal like? everyday routine and then just move forward yeah baby's gonna They'll go hungry it. baby's gonna get sick baby's gonna die two two babies died ba- two babies died directly from the contamination yeah i don't know what's gonna happen now with a shortage because that's gonna affect a lot of babies going forward and i don't know realistically what you, the trajectory is to get more you know what's gonna end up happening from this and i've already kind of been seeing it on social media scalpers they're going to try to flip baby formula, bro. Jesus Christ. No, I've genuinely oh seen God. people, like, one, the shelves for baby formula are already empty, but then they have seen people on Facebook Marketplace and, like, eBay and stuff hiking the price up. Like, they're buying it. Like, people did this last week with Roe versus Wade as a joke. Like, I think there was just, like, a ton of Plan Bs and stuff, and, like, I'm pretty sure that was just, like, from, like... a Maybe it's someone at CVS took a picture of like you know their back room with a bunch of Plan B. Yeah, so yeah people that, that were like, like a joke. people were like making fun like, oh, get like I got them. But no, people are actually doing this with baby formula now. When I say capitalism is a death machine, capitalism Bro, you, is a you, death machine. You know there is some. I'm gonna say it. Some <laughs> who like is on TikTok who has like entrepreneur mindset. Oh, yep. And and follows all the the the, the financial gurus, <laughs> who who sees like you know what every crisis is an opportunity. Yeah. Like at, at what point do you not think about your self gain mm-hmm. and and your fucking profit in lieu of like somebody else's pain? Yeah, I think there is just something so cynically wrong with American ideology. Yeah. That we let stuff like this happen. Yeah. And it's just another day. Like, we have seen some crazy shit in the past two years. Hundreds of thousands of people dying from a virus that no one really knew anything about. Which, by the way, is like still, spiking back up now. Yeah, so it's go killing to- people who are vaccinated. And now the federal government does not give a shit. We don't track and We don't have any funding for vaccinations, yeah. for testing. for uh, And they're taking away funding for uh, for vaccinations. Exactly. Now, now yeah. we're going to have to end up paying for it. Yeah. And they're not even... Uh, putting money into even tracking anything because it, it's all about getting the economy back to where it was. Who does yeah. the economy benefit? The corporations. The guys who there. made the decisions to let babies die from tainted milk. Yeah. That's what this whole country is for. Yeah. This country sucks. Yeah. You mentioned this right before we actually recorded when we were talking about different stories. We, as a society, 
and I'll include ourselves because like we operate in a society, always see this shit about China being like, oh my god, like this is a- listen, are there direct criticisms in China? Sure. But you, we, we cannot in good faith fucking be like, whoa, this is good about China, but look at all the bad stuff. My man, can we just fucking look at how bad the United States is doing? Go ahead. I'll let you mention this. I salute the President G. Ding, I salute ding. the CCP. No, I, I am. I am. When it comes to like how China handles this domestic stuff, I'm very pro-China. Listen, this very similar thing happened with baby formula in China in 2009 or mm-hmm. 2008. One of those two years, right? I think quite literally like two or three babies died from tainted formula and there was two companies responsible yeah. for that, right? And they clearly found that they had withheld information that knew, knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Guess what China did about it? They fucking killed. They publicly sentenced the CEOs of those two companies yeah. and then nationalized those companies so yeah. that couldn't happen again. And it's not like China just went in there, kidnapped them and like ki- like sent like a death squad. No, to no, no, them. No, no, no. No, they tried them. They were like, th- like this is the punishment for your yeah. crime. Whereas... The United States will not only bail out Wall Street and big banks for literally giving but not the, shit loans. not the homeowners who got duped. Yeah, they wouldn't. They're not going to help them, but they'll they'll help like the fucking banks that are failing now because they wanted to be scums. And you know, y- y'all know the housing bubble crisis. If you don't, well, if you really want to know, we'll do a whole episode on it. But you should know at this point. Watch the big short. Yeah, come on, come on. Watch bro. like a two hour long movie. It's you'll easy. know. It. You'll know as much as I do. Like, come on, <laughs> but. Yeah, we we United States didn't do that shit, but China held those in this instance, in this specific case study, held those leaders who made those decisions and were responsible for if they reap all the benefit of the of the revenues and everything for their companies, they go down with the ship too. Your company killed two babies because you decided to fucking fuck with the formula or like like be negligent about it and negligent in the sense of like you knew something was wrong and you just like didn't do anything about it. Yeah, you're you're gonna get the punishment for it. And I guess in China, it's a little bit harsher than at other places. They got them killed. They were they like. Yeah, them. I mean, I don't think they would go around doing this to like literally any person. No, who, like, but then, it, it, the the specific idea is that like when you are a CEO of a giant company that produces a material a necessity yeah. for people, there is a greater responsibility for you to like you know have your shit together, act in good faith of the, of the community because your actions are going to affect millions yeah. of other people's lives. But look at their facial recognition tech, right? Ooh. Like, oh, like, come on, man. Like, sure, that has us. Like, you can, you can, like. Well, well, also, we have all that stuff here. Exactly. A lot of the arguments about China. First, first of all, most of the shit people say about China is just like, patently not true. Yeah. Like, there is a lot of propaganda. Like, you, like you know the the meme about how um, the president, President Xi, banned all images of Winnie the Pooh because like, he looks. <laughs> there's you can literally Google pictures of Winnie the Pooh in China right now. Yeah. Like that's not true at all. Like there's yeah. so much shit that's not true. But regardless, like obviously you can make criticisms. A lot of those criticisms are also like true of here though. Exactly. Like we cannot, like I said, literally like two minutes ago, in good faith make like all these critics. Like even in America, right? Like right now, the most recent thing that was like huge in the news was Russia and uh, Ukraine. Every single liberal was like, Russia's crazy for doing this and like attack. Dude, do you know what the fuck we did in Syria, Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya? Libya. First of all, we're going to do a Libyan episode <laughs> one of these days. We're going to open y'all's minds. Li- I'm so glad got I got you. you. I'm so glad I got yeah, you. Yeah, Saad tipped me for it. And now then I started doing a little bit more reading. And I'm like, Saad, like Gaddafi, bro. We, we- salute Gaddafi. <laughs>
would you date a very racist girl? Maybe, maybe not date, but um, you know, whatever. <laughs> a racist girl. Uh, I didn't say that, but sure. <laughs> um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got him in the, no, I got no, no, him no. in the armbar. See, squirm. Listen for the squirm, piggy. <laughs> squirm. <laughs> I gotta uphold my image in this one. <laughs> for for wink, that. Wink. <laughs> For that, <laughs> uh, listen. For that to happen, I'd be I'd have to be married to her. So and she had to convert. She, it's she so no, I would not, my good sir. <laughs> <laughs> you dickhead. I would. You would. Yeah, I would. Just the one time. I just like I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious from her end. I'm curious like, if, if the animosity of the hatred of my people like bears fruit in the um the coitus. Yeah, yeah. But well, the thing is, like, think about this. Think about how vanilla they are. They, they, you know, uh, they think yogurt is spicy, my man. Like, imagine, like, what do, what do you, you respect some good, like, action? Come on. Listen, okay, think about it this way. You ever seen, like, white boy anger? You know, like, those deranged. Kyle's. Ang- yeah, like, like how angry they get and, like, mm-hmm. how bizarre it is. Yeah. Okay, but take that and put it in the bedroom. What, what I'm saying is, like, it could translate <laughs> to something productive and fruitful and beautiful. Uh, and I, I am, first and foremost, a scholar, a scientist, <laughs> and I, I think, you know, we should not neglect every opportunity for discovery that you we know find. What? I will I will I'll find I'll, me a racist white woman. Word in right Naples right now. There's no shortage here, brother. <laughs> These girls are A one USDA certified racists. I agree with Kendrick Lamar when he was like, I'm a fucking white bitch and have my ancestors looking down on me because that's it's right. for them. So I think that's a good segue to talk about our next topic, which is probably one of the best albums of the year. And Kendrick Lamar, oh, Oklahoma. Five months in. I, I, this is up there. <laughs> uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, baby. This is Kendrick's, I think, fifth or sixth studio album. And last it's, one was what? When? 20. It's been, it's five, been a six minute. Years. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since Kendrick actually dropped a whole project. And if you are an actual liker, lover of rap and hip hop, you know that Kendrick is like top two. Like, you know a guy's, like, lethal when no one, like, really, like, messes with them in the rap game. And Kendrick and Cole, like, no one messes with those two. Like, no one's gonna name-call them because they don't want the smoke because they know that the pen skills are insane. Um, and this dropped on Friday. Today's Saturday. So it dropped last... We, we've only had a, a day to ruminate in this album. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a good idea, and we're doing this prematurely as well, in my opinion. I think it's a good idea to, like sit with an album for Absolutely. like a few days maybe to a week play it in the car play it at home listen to it thoroughly and then like cultivate your opinion on jumping it, right? on <clears throat> something that you just consumed yeah and have an opinion give an opinion it. and make some verbose point is stupid and dumb and that's why we're about to do it right now <laughs> with because that we said, need content this is a great listen, this is a great album i absolutely would not advocate for this any other time even with movie reviews right like we've yeah, done it some yeah. movie reviews i've like gone back with some of the movies we've reviewed and i've like thought like you know what my opinion changed a little bit recency bias is definitely a thing but this album's the shit it is a good album this is a very very good album and nobody should have really doubted it because it's kendrick you have that pedigree behind it you know kendrick's gonna be a banger yeah really fucking good production's great beats are great overall very good i wouldn't know how i would rank it amongst his albums that's not why we're here no a lot of discussion has been happening around this album and because Kendrick is one of the top rappers and artists in this generation, and he's always seen as, like, this intellectual rapper, too, right? Yeah. Profound. Yeah, Whoa. like, what he says is, like, 
you gotta be on this level to it's kind of like how they make fun of j cole like j cole fans yeah you know but i'm an intellectual yeah like our only intellectual guys like this but the conversations come up that there's one song aunt diaries Di- yeah, aunt, aunt diaries, aunt diaries, diaries aunt, with the aunt, auntie diaries. Auntie diaries. Yeah. He's talking about how his aunt transitioned into being a man, and also his cousin, who was that aunt's child, right? I don't know, but basically, he's talking about his family members yeah. who was transgender, and how Kendrick grew up and learned to deal with that and wrestle with that. Especially, we're talking about going to church and seeing how his family members were treated differently. Exactly. How he dealt with misgendering and dead naming them, and growing and growing and growing and growing. It is, you know, the overall message is one about evolution mm-hmm. and development and him coming and growing and taking accountability for, you know, the things I thought were wrong. The way he does that, though, <laughs> is <laughs> it's like, I never knew that I'm like, you're going to beat this out. I'm not going to say uh, it. it's the F no, word. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. It's going to bite me. He um, says the F that- after saying, I never knew this was a bad word, and yeah. then proceeds to and say it. He does it like 12 times. times. But, like, I personally, like, you you brought this up earlier, like, this this entire conversation. I personally didn't see anything wrong with it. Maybe because, obviously, I'm not from that community, so yeah, I don't yeah. have I mean, any. It's, it's like, we're not the people to really, like, judge that. Yeah. Because I have seen, like, trans people make both sides of your argument, right, that overall because of the message and the context of the song it's fine because at the end of the day dead naming and slurs and misgendering are things that happen Mm -hmm. and so to just act like it doesn't happen the song is using it in a powerful purposeful and, and intentionally interrogative way to make a good point about kendrick as an evolution he's the only mainstream he's the only mainstream rapper making a whole song about that like in that vein you know most of them don't ever touch this shit well hold on you're forgetting a Grammy Award winning uh, rapper, Macklemore. When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay. Granted, that song is about being gay, not yeah. being trans. Right, right, right. Like, Kendrick's the only mainstream rapper talking about that in a way that is respectful. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, though, it's hard to get around that, like, he's kind of going out of his way to use, like, a slur, which, like, a lot of people have probably been called while they were beaten up. Yeah. So, it's like, I've seen a lot of trans people say, like, you know, like, I get the context. It's like, but you still, didn't fucking, like, and Kendrick knows better. Yeah. Like, because yeah. There, there's a little bit of a higher uh, burden of proof of responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's a key word there. So, and there's two angles, right? Like, the thing with the trans uh, thing is a very specific angle, but also more so this idea that, I don't think people would have this issue with Kendrick as much. They obviously would still have this issue. If he wasn't also considered a very revolutionary thinker, who's yeah. also a rapper. Yeah. And that kind of got thrown on him. Mm-hmm. And he, he's known as that, right? Like with the memes with J. Cole, like, I'm too much of an intellectual. Yeah. I guess my question is, and I don't have a fully formed thought on this yet. I have a slight leaning. Mm-hmm. Is that... Kendrick never asked for this. Yeah. Kendrick has never gone out of his way to say, like, I'm an intellectual. I've, I do this. I talk about these things. I'm a smart guy. He's a rapper from Compton yeah. who made it big, and he makes a lot of money, and he's talking about his personal development. His personal development is not necessarily going to be something that you do or don't like. It is personal. Yeah. However, you could make the argument that because he has that platform, you have a responsibility to be aware of the things you say and monitor what you say and have an awareness. Maybe you should always use your platform for good. Maybe you should be careful of how you use that platform. Like I, That's kind of where we wanted to take this overall. Yeah, I think in terms of 
artists of that caliber having that responsibility and burden on them i agree with you i don't have like a fully formed opinion but the opinion that i have right now it's kind of like one foot in one circle and and the other foot in the other circle in one aspect i do agree that kendrick is from the streets like compton is literally one of the worst cities of the highest murder like no one gets out of compton so when somebody actually gets out of compton like it's a miracle and especially to make it that big right so yeah, he didn't ask to be this kind of person that that has his voice out there and, you know, has to talk about everything. Yeah, like people kind of treating him like an anti-racist activist. Like exactly. Like, you know, he never did that. Yet. He spoke, he had a platform, so he spoke up for things that he cared about, which is my other point is that I don't see anything wrong with it because... He speaks out for what he genuinely fully cares about. As long as he is applying that principle to other... Like, he doesn't have to speak up about trans rights, but he... he I mean, it wasn't really rights. He talked about the trans issues, right? In this it wasn't really talking about rights. Right, but like he, he brought it up. But as long as he's applying the same principle throughout his life of, you know, justice and equality for everyone, which it seems like he is, I have no issue with him not speaking up for Palestine or... You know, people abroad in Sierra Leone, yeah. some other countries. So, in th- and this also brings someone who gets, like, thrown, all of this thrown onto them, is LeBron James, right? When LeBron was in China, like, the, the, the NBA did a bunch of stuff in China, and, like, they went there, they sent players there as, like, a campaign, because China's a huge market for basketball, and especially in the NBA. They make money there. And athletes from here over there are like gods so they don't want to hurt their bottom dollar right when stuff started happening in china everyone was like why isn't lebron speaking out you know yo lebron is a fucking basketball player out of akron ohio who you was homeless at a certain point with his mom who the fuck made him ambassador of like social justice in the world like he doesn't have to do it he doesn't have to speak up for what's happening in china would it be nice for him to do it sure but he doesn't have to. If his if his heart and mind are more attached to what he can actually affect, which are social justice issues in America, because he's such a large, influential American athlete, he can do that. He doesn't have to... Again, it would be an addition. It would be nice. Kendrick and LeBron can be in the background giving so much of their money and wealth into these causes and no one really knows about right like the stuff that people are like why are they talking about this like what, what if they are we don't know that so i'm kind of kind of in the both ends of this like on one end these guys are athletes and rappers they didn't ask for this did they they did not come up as social justice activists to make a change they were doing something else and they because of that they got put on this platform and that platform in my opinion does have some responsibility to it but not enough as someone like a politician right obviously i I, think people yeah people confuse those lines the burden of responsibility is completely different obviously yeah I, i do think that there's i mean there's also a question of the moment you're somebody who's in like the conversation to have that platform, mm-hmm. you can be considered somebody to have that platform. Yep. You're probably already a little bit compromised. Like, people have also made this point that like anybody who is like a mainstream athlete or artist in 2022 is not going to be 
out there saying the most uh they're gonna protect their bottom dollar yeah they're gonna protect and, their bottom or they just like don't fucking know <laughs> yeah, or, like, or and, whatever right like, I, like they're not they will have never gotten to that point because the ecosystem is like very different now i mean even like that that actually i take that back that would imply that you ever could become like a huge mainstream rap artist and have a long career and it's kind of something we were talking about before tupac shakur tupac tupac when you compare like tupac and kendrick then yeah kendrick does seem like i don't want to be rude but like an idiot right and i, and I mean that in the sense of like what tupac was talking about in terms of like when he when they do go into things that are more real and mm-hmm. like when they do make attempts to talk about like social commentary and all that tupac's far more insightful than kendrick one ever. of the best in history absolutely think, yeah. right and here's, here's what also happened again uh tupac though he died. died when he was 25, and there's very credible evidence that uh, the FBI was involved. Yeah. There was a whole... There's this whole thing called His CoIntelPro. Killer. Yeah. This counterintelligence program that was <clears throat> dug up by the Senate. They had this thing called the Church Commission, where they were like afraid, like, oh, the CIA and FBI are like doing a lot of things we don't really have a... We don't know where like where this funding is going from. Yeah, and they were able to get a bunch of declassified documents, and the FBI this thing called COINTELPRO, which is basically just like how they were creating propaganda against anything, anything that like went against like their agenda, land, which included a lot of land of the propaganda, man, celebrities, which include like celebrities and musicians and artists that like went against the grain. Tupac was specifically like brought up as like this guy's a fucking problem. Yeah. What do we have to do? We have to discredit him. We have to discredit rap. We have to. And this is where like a lot of the racist tropes yeah. and like the, the messaging comes from. Like rap is all about raping women, game banging, yeah. violence, crackheads, sagging. Like that's where a lot. Like obviously that preceded it, but like the FBI made more and more of an attempt to get that out there. Yeah. And then Tupac died. I think a lot of people have. And and they never found his killer, right? Yeah. Like, so Tupac died in Vegas, one of the most illustrious cities right like tupac shakur yeah it's tupac fucking shakur and no one found like and they have like the make and model of the car that shot him and then no like no one found his like that's 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 hard to believe also uh for people don't know tupac shakur he comes from a family of black panthers yeah black panthers like the revolutionary potty yeah Potty. I turned to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Potty. <laughs> Potty. <laughs> Potty. This man went to Boston. <laughs> Hold on. His aunt is Asada Shakur. Asada Shakur was a member of the Black Liberation Army and is currently a political enemy of the state. state. And she's currently in asylum in Cuba. Yeah, she's in Cuba. Because the Black Panthers were like a real thorn in the sides of like the FBI and, and yeah. like the CIA and all of them. And so like his family doesn't have a good relationship with the government. The government <laughs> United because <States's> government. <laughs> so that's why that's why when you listen to Tupac's song, he has much is, more insight. Oh my god. Also like he, he might have been like a member of the Young Communist League. There is like an identification card that has his name and signature on there from when he was younger. When he was in Baltimore. Let me tell you something. You listen to a lot of Tupac shit, and it is one some of the most insightful stuff that, mm-hmm. you, like most like poetically lyrical rap that you can find that tells the story so perfectly yeah. from someone who grew up in that sense. And let me just make that connection real quick that when you grow up 
in a community that is underfunded, underprivileged, not because like, oh, it's like just the way that these people are. It's like fundamentally done to you. Do you not think that those people are not going to be attracted by the words of Malcolm X? Obviously, uh, MLK, but we know why MLK is a little bit more popularized than Malcolm X was. Yeah. Right. I, I have no doubt in my mind that Tupac was way more. I mean, Black I mean, look, Panther, look, Panther. Look, yeah, Panther look at his party, the ecosystem right? he grew up in. Yeah. <clears throat> it is hard, hard to ignore. Outlaws, his group. Who were the members of it? Castro, mm-hmm. Idi Amin. And what was another one that was named after? Um, basically, his rap group was named after members of like socialist and global south states. Yeah, leaders of those states. Tupac was an incredibly politicized and like like aware man. Let's circle this back to what we we're talking about, Kendrick. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we love the point Tupac. I'm making is that Kendrick has had a long, successful mainstream career. He's not going away anytime yeah. soon. To some extent, that somewhat validates the critiques that like. He's not as revolutionary, whatever. Because like half the shit he's saying is is you know stuff that's kind of become acceptable to say now. Right. Not that it's not true. Not that it's not important to say. But also stuff like why are we canceling like R. Kelly? Why are people still listening? Like you know stuff like like he kind of go he, like he was talking about cancel culture a little bit too yeah. much in his album. I was like he get also, over it, bro. He also talked about how like when Kanye and Drake smashed their beef, like he didn't understand it. Yeah. Which is like. He's making like a critique of himself. Like maybe I still need to go to therapy because if someone said this to me, like I wouldn't be able to like, you know, like, but it's just like, come on. It doesn't have yeah. like, the key word there. Like you said, doesn't have to. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Who needs Kendrick to be this whatever the fuck you want him to be? The, yeah. the, the smartest man. alive. He's not. No, he's not. But he's he's super insightful. He's went through that, and he tells the story. Very, yeah. He tells his own. He story tells his story very, very well. If you're trying to learn about the entire world from Kendrick's story, you're going to be mistaken. Yeah, he's speaking from his point of view. But also, I will say that people who are of this level of intellect, because I do think he is extremely smart. Like, I don't think you come out <sighs> of no. I I genuinely think like to be able to tell your story in a way that's easily digestible, but also like very visual. Like when you listen to him, at least for me, like well, I think that I makes him a good artist. artist and like but rapper think, and like I, I, think I guess we're using like be, into like like I'm using intellect in a very specific way here. Like okay. like the way people throw it on to him, like yeah, oh I'm he lo- he could compete with like Malcolm X. Like no, the oh, fuck yeah, he could yeah, not. I'm using into like loosely. Oh no 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 no. I think lyrical get, genius, musical, yes. great storyteller. Like those yeah. are all skills in and of themselves. I think. I think that that in my books that would qualify him as an intellect. Yeah, yeah. into an extent, not, not like Malcolm X level. But I will say is that the point I'm trying to make is these people. Like I, I defended Kendrick and I defended LeBron, two people that I really look up to. You know, I love LeBron. I'm a stan, but they're not out of the realm of criticism. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like the stuff that like there are valid criticism. Like the LGBTQ, especially transgender folks who have been like, well, he shouldn't have said the F word. Yeah. You know, that's a good critique. It does, that doesn't mean like he's like de, like devalued or anything. It's just a good critique on him. Yeah. LeBron not speaking up for China because it hurts his bottom dialer is a good, it's a very good critique. But I feel like the way people go about it sometimes where they try to discredit the entirety of it. Oh, LeBron's just this person. Oh, Kendrick's not an intellect because yeah. he said this, you know, he said the F word in one thing. It's like, don't critique that. Don't critique the entire entity of the person. I mean, it, it kind of cuts both ways, though, right? Like, it, it goes to this other issue of 
at the end of the day, Kendrick is a rapper. Mm-hmm. He's a musician. Mm-hmm. LeBron is an athlete. Okay, music and sports. People just want to listen to music, watch sports, and then also movies and TVs. You throw that all in there as well, while also feeling like they are a good person. Like yeah. I think at the bottom, at the end of the day, I think that's what it basically comes down to. I know that there's bad things in this world. I'm forced to come to terms with it because of like news and social media. I just want to keep like fucking chilling and like listen to music and watching shit while I'm like working out or, mm-hmm. or working from home but I want to feel good while I'm doing it so the people who I like in those spheres mm-hmm. have to be like either the smartest person in the world or I can hold them accountable because they don't know every single fucking thing it's yeah. like just they're just people making shit just yeah. enjoy it you don't have to have them like they're not there to serve you in a way like they don't owe you anything to make you feel good yeah it's, you're choosing to look at their yeah. stuff and watch, which them I think is a little strange that people think like this. Yeah, and it's like I think it's it's kind of subconscious. Yeah, um, I, I sh- I'm sure that currently there are rappers who have like that. Le- uh, there's a good argument that like Lupe Fiasco was always a much smarter. Oh like, yeah, he uh, he like and he used to have that level of recognition. Now people don't really talk about Lupe Fiasco anymore because he's not like as mainstream. Because people kind of went out of the way to, like, go after him, like, in terms of, like, a PR campaign to, like, he's not that... Also, his music's, like, not that great. If I I'm, mean, like you said, if you're looking for insightful, like, more lyrical... I like Lupe. Yeah. I used to listen to Lupe a lot. Yeah, but it's in terms of, like, mainstream success, like, he's never been... it. Like, he, he can't maintain it because he's not... <clears throat> you know why? Why? Because... The, and this is my critique of society in general, that when somebody does... Like, say, Lupe Fiasco, for example, right? When somebody does start to cross over to that yo let's look at this like entirely and like this is really like the and he's making like social commentary in his songs they call it corny because they don't they don't like it anymore i think that's a little bit true yeah and i and then that once society deems you as corny even though you're not and you're really spitting truth and like your your music might not be as hype and be club bangers yeah right because like kendrick has club bangers j cole has club bangers if they were just rapping about like just they they would not no no so like I th- that that's the thing that I heard, think hurt Lupe, but I think it's not Lupe's fault. In that's not in Lupe's general. fault. I think it's society. I think society, yeah. especially like our culture, is so much like I mean, also gimme, like, gimme, gimme. What gimme. are records? What are marketing agencies going to push? The exactly. Most? The guy who's like talking about all this crazy shit, or like, yo, this beat is sick. Yeah. Even J Cole even said that he was like, you know, Jay Z's gonna like in one of his songs, he's like Jay Z's gonna drop you because you don't got no shit that you can play on the radio. So like, J Cole has made commentary on the fact that he feels like he's compromising himself at yeah. times because he needs to make hits instead of yeah. what stories that he really wants to tell which I th- yeah that, i think that's a really good point too though like we we had just said that you know they're just artists they're just making art yeah. just listen to it and like shut the fuck up and don't, don't make a big deal about it i mean there is a problem in the fact that people only want to consume media where you can kind of turn your brain off yeah there is an issue there as well but that's neither here nor there i think Ken- <clears throat> kendrick in fact kendrick literally has a song about this in his album savior what does it start with? Kendrick made you think that, but yeah. he's not your savior. Yeah. Cole made you something, yeah. but he's not. Like, his point is, like, we're fucking celebrities. Yeah. We're mainstream celebrities. Why are you looking to us to, like, guide you on yeah. your path to liberation and justice? That's stupid. We shouldn't be looking to them for it. We should do our own research. And yeah. we, we fucking hound this on Hot Pocket a lot. It's like, here's what our opinion is. Oh, but by the way, still go read more on it read read more about palestine and libya and all this other stuff yeah. but do your own research don't even leave it to like see obviously i i hope we don't have to like 
convince our listeners to be like, hey, don't listen to CNN, don't listen to Fox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hold on, hold on. Like, <laughs> I hope like y'all are like, if you guys ever want to know more about a topic that we haven't covered, yeah. and we're not necessarily going to do another episode on it, hit us up. Yeah, we will direct you. Do not. I swear the the worst, literally the worst thing you can do is do a Google it. search, find top, like New York Times, one of the major the top headlines. Link, you're wrong. If you hit the top link. And it's like not like a, a small issue. It's like I want to know the history of this whole thing. It's like you're going to get the wrong information, yeah. bro. There's a lot of propaganda in our oh, side of the world. So much. A, a, a lot, and it's not just in the areas that you think it happens. It happens in a lot more areas. Besides the point, another topic for another day. Um, but yeah, rest in power, Tupac. Rest in well, if she's still alive. Rest Keep in power, going, Gaddafi. Asada. Rest in power, Gaddafi. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this was 44. Like. Comment, share, rate, subscribe, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. This is how it happens. Learn from us. Yes. Also, keep your head up. The world's cruel. It's rough. It's dangerous. We gave a lot of reasons why you should be sad and upset right now. (laughs) But smile. (laughs) But smile. Keep going. (laughs) Keep walking. It'll get better, I think. Night, everybody. Signing off. Keep your head up.